Yo, 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 welcome to the What, what Are They, they Talking, talking About, about podcast. podcast. <laughs> oh shit, we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. Alright, listen, I'm going to lock off the show. No, no, I agree with you. Do you not even listen? You see, you're still laughing. That's the thing, you're still laughing. No way. You're still laughing. Let me say something. Let me say something. Yo, shut up, man. Jesus is Lord, man. Do a quick intro. Hold on. What episode are we on? 102 102 Yo, 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 what is going on everybody? Welcome to the What Are They Talking About podcast Episode 102 And you are locked in live with your boy Rob Who else we got in the studio? You got Colin Coles in the building Who else do we have in the building? The third de facto member A.K.A. D-Mystic Made another one da, 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 All that da. good stuff This man just did the intro for me is what it is Thank you D-Mystic Nice hearing from you For everybody who's hearing my voice right now I sound a bit croaky sound a bit tired I've just finished a good church session um, A lively, lively church session mm-hmm. um, But yeah, I was just telling Collins Before we um, started recording That we were just describing um, God's names And like, you can say I can say Collins yeah. You know, you'll respond to Collins mm. um, I can say calls You'll yeah. reply to calls I can say, yo, Leslie yeah. you reply to Leslie Because you have so many different names yeah. And the same way that God has so many different names as well mm-hmm. um, But yeah, we're just going like Last week they named him something Described those um, I actually have reasons. a little fun game Just, just on oh, the topic yeah. of the yeah, 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 cool Yeah um, and then, yeah, we obviously said, I am who I am. That's mm-hmm. who we're describing, I am who I am. It's another name for God. Yeah. Um, we're describing the seven reasons why he's the I am who I am. Only yeah. seven, by the way. It's only seven. I told you. Seven follows me. <laughs> um, but yeah, one of them was obviously favor. Yeah. And um, how he graces favor mm. um, to some people, you know. And we were just saying, like, I think, like, I've... I have favor in God personally, mm-hmm. just because the way people treat me, you know, the way strangers treat me yeah. is always really, really friendly. It's always really, really like polite. Yeah. It's always like, you know what? Like you come to the shop, you haven't asked for a discount, but you know, I want to give you a discount, you know? Yeah. Last time I went to the garage and the wheels were like two, the thing I done was 250 pounds. Mm. And my boy looked at me and says, you know what? I really like you. I like the way you smile. I just like your whole vibe. I want to take this to 100 pounds. And I was like, okay, cool. Fair enough. What, from 250 to 100? Yeah, from 250 to 100. I'm like, Yo. okay, cool. Fair enough. I'll happily play that. Um, Blessings, bro. But other people can even have the same smile, the same friendliness, and they probably still won't get those little things. No, yeah. You're um, right. You're so, right. yeah. And that's, what told me to go talk about Arabella but anyway what <laughs> Arabella from Love Island is having a tough old time bless her um, yeah because we're talking because we've been talking about um the whole just even favorship even in marriage you were talking about relationships yeah. and all that kind of things and obviously you're talking about you know Arabella and Toby and Love Island and mm-hmm. how she's always she's the always she, she seems she, she always seems to be in the back end of the the bad men and all that yeah. kind of stuff and then we we talked about how um how sometimes you you look at a couple and you go you'll see you, you kind of know how how did that person yeah how did you bag that bro because mm. you're very very good looking he's not very good looking at all or he's very very good looking and mm. my love you're absolute <laughs> bottom tier <laughs> you know like how is this possible to to me mm. that that tells me because sometimes on the outside looking in, mm. all you just see is the perception of what they kind of show you. All you're looking at is like, how the hell did that person bag that person? Because you're just yeah. going off of the looks. Yeah. But 
in the reality of it, you should be looking at more like their values on some level yeah. must align. Yeah. Because so, just because two good-looking people are together doesn't mean their values are aligned yeah, in 100%. any sort of way. 100%. three months down the line, they're not together anymore. Just like, wait, what happened? Because yeah. obviously that's why. But when the values are aligned, they th- that relationship, you can clearly, you, you, you see the fruits of it because they're just happy. Yeah. They're happy around each other. Yeah. They're not thinking about, oh, this person's better looking at me. It's, 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 it's a whatever thing. It's yeah, like, 100%. He thinks his wife is good looking and the wife thinks <laughs> yeah, he's good looking because otherwise the they wouldn't be thing. together. That's the main thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they've, already, they've, already, they've already been past that barrier. Yeah. Now they've, they've sorted out their core values and things. Yeah. And just as relationships, you need to be just, don't, don't just look at the surface. Like, the, the deep stuff really, really matters. Hundred percent. No, absolutely. 100%. It's it's way beyond looks, mm. if that makes sense. So, um, yeah, it just let me see if I can. It just makes sense. Where is it? There we go. What is These it? These were just um, th- this was just because we're on the topic of you know Yahweh, um, talking about the Bible. Yeah. Actually, let's let's start this off. How many names of God can you name? From the Bible. Goodness me, I have no idea. So there's obviously Yahweh. Yeah, there's Yahweh. I said that I am that I, I am who I am. Yeah. Um Father. Yeah. Um I have no idea. Goodness me, what did, what a weird ass question. Let me think. Oh, so there's you know the Son Holy Spirit. But, yeah. Um Elohim. Elohim. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Shaddai. Shaddai, bro. Bro, there's, there's so many different names that I've only... Because I've been listening to a lot of gospel music recently as well. Yeah. And there was this song by um, Stephanie Gretzinger. Mm-hmm. It was called Shaddai. Yeah. And I was like, Shaddai. What is Shaddai? What is Shaddai? <laughs> yeah. And then I, I, I didn't think too much into it. Yeah. And then I was listening to some YouTube video. And then they were saying how, because he he just said in passing, mm-hmm. you know, um, you said you know the God of Abraham should die. I was like, should die. Yeah. Oh, sh- that's what should die is. <laughs> yeah. And then I listened um, to a different gospel music when there were, she was literally listing every almost every single name of the Lord. That's it. It's like Elohim, oh should die. I don't know. I was like. I was like, yeah. you, now it ma- it all clicks. It all makes sense. Yeah, I was like, oh sick. shit, that 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 all makes sense now. Yeah. Okay, let's go to a fun one. Yeah. Name three women in the Bible. Name three women in the Bible. Just yeah, random just, women. Just three women. Esther. Mm-hmm. I love the story of Esther. Mm-hmm. Obviously Mary. Yeah. And um, Ruth. My guy. Name four letters attributed to Paul. Four letters attributed to Paul. Yeah. Now you're testing my Bible skills, aren't you? Goodness me. Just four. Four letters. What do you mean? Um, the four letters in the New Testament that are attributed to Paul. So we know First John is not attributed to Paul, essentially. Oh, right. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't actually know. Um, yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Attribute to Paul. Yeah. Give me one just so I have an example, please. Um, Corinthians. Okay, cool. Um, Corinthians. 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 
Come on, surely you know the churches. Huh? Surely you know the churches it went to. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to uh, work my um, route <laughs> to the New Testament. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, First Corinthians, Second Corinthians. Uh-huh. Um, after Second Corinthians is Philippians. No, I don't know. Romans. <laughs> Romans. Okay. Um, what is it? Thessalonians. Yeah. Galatians. Wait, in the New Testament? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you, for, you forgot about these ones? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, my Bible, my Bible knowledge has um, decreased by a long shot. Yeah. Um, like I told you just before we'd done this podcast, I think mm. seeing your faith um, increase has like prompted me to start increasing my faith as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Ask me these questions in about six weeks. Six weeks? Yeah, six weeks. Uh, let, let, let's, just, let's just go through. Let, let's see your knowledge now. Yeah, yeah, let's see. We'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, test yeah, it again. Good, good idea. All right. Who did God rescue from the lions? Um, the lions. Yeah. Demistic. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one like Daniel for big, big Daniel. It's <laughs> a <laughs> so demistic. I love that. What was Jesus' first miracle? That's really why I like um, Daniel's name a lot because every time I think of the name Daniel, I think of that story. That used to be one of my favorite stories. Mm. Just like the Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego story um, in the fire. Yeah, um, That's also one of my favorite Bible stories as well. But yeah, that's why I like the name Daniel a lot. Nah, Daniel is a biblical name to be fair. What the was Jesus' first miracle? Jesus' first miracle? Yeah. Crikey. You, you know this. It's the most I, famous one ever. What, the water and wine? There we go. Oh. Name five. Well, that was his first miracle. Yeah. Okay, cool. Fair enough. It was ever like noted down. Yeah, yeah. Um what name five commandments. Name five commandments. Just five. Um thou shalt not steal. One. Thou shalt not commit um adultery. Two. Um thou shalt not kill which is aka hate did you know hate is pretty much kill in the bible yeah yeah if you hate your brother you say yeah yeah um love your neighbor yeah um i can say the whole sentence you want (laughs) um (laughs) and then the last commandment is do not fret um jealousy Uh, is that a commandment no is it not no no it is it's not fret jealousy no are you sure fretting You, you shouldn't fret of um, somebody else's stuff. Oh, that's covet. Yeah, covet, covet, Co- covet, covet. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's what you meant. All right. What are the golden commandments? The golden commandments. Yeah. Um, love your neighbor. Yeah. As you do yourself. Um, as you do yourself. Um, is that the same one as treat one another as you would? Um. Mm, no, that's. Basically, you remember when the Pharisees asked Jesus, um, out of all these commandments, which of these are the greatest commandments? And he just listed two. Yeah. One of them was to love your neighbours, you do yourself. Mm-hmm. And the other one was to... Go on. Love God. Love God, okay. Mind and, and the understandings. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, what was the mountain? What mountain was um. Abraham... Meant to sacrifice his only son. What was the name of the mountain? Was it Galilee? No. No. Oh. Southern S. Come on, fella. You can do this. Oh, I don't know. 
Sinai, bro. Sinai. Mount okay. Sinai. Yeah, yeah. Name four, four prophets in the Old Testament. Um, Matey Boy. Matey Boy, right. <laughs> <laughs> Matey Boy, yeah. Um, Matey Boy. Uh-huh. Um, four prophets. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Tell me. Ezekiel, Isaiah. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Daniel, Ruth. Mm-hmm. No, actually, Ruth is New Testament. Um, who else? Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. Zachariah, mm-hmm. all them and there. Okay, okay, David, okay, okay, okay. All them good stuff there. Do you know what I'm saying? What uh, prophets? Prophets are teachers, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So all those who've got prophecies from God about the future. Yeah. About what's going to happen in the future, which they all lead to and point towards Jesus Christ if you actually follow it properly. Okay. Um, name five disciples of Jesus. Five disciples of Jesus. Yeah. Goodness. Um, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. <laughs> no. Well, Mark and Luke are not. Someone disciples. Um, twelve disciples. Um, who? Mark, Mark, and Luke are not part of them. Okay, cool. Mark wrote for someone. All oh, right. Um, so we got Matthew. We got John. Yeah. Um, we got who's that little snake fam? Oh, Judas. <laughs> Judas. <laughs> um, how many is that? Three. Yeah, that's three. Um, man's blank. Tell me. Peter. Okay, yeah, Peter. Simon, Peter, and then you got yeah, Simon, Simon. Zealot. And you have Bartholomew, all that. Bartholomew. More like Bartholomew. What kind of name is Bartholomew? I like the name Bartholomew. I actually mm. like the name Bartholomew. I, th- I think when when you say it fully, it, it sounds grand. It sounds yeah, yeah, yeah. posh, Bartholomew. But that's, but that's Bart, isn't it? Mm. Bart's real name is Bartholomew. Who wrestled with God? Who wrestled with God? Yeah. Um, what book was this? Oh, well. <laughs> well. <laughs> well. <laughs> wrestled with God? Yeah. It's in the Old Testament. It goes hip, you know. And then it said, yo, I need that blessing. All right. Um, I don't know. He got, even got his name changed. Maybe that'll give you an indication. Tell me. Wow, even the name changed. <laughs> yeah. Wow, is Jacob Israel. Bro. Okay, cool. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Jacob Israel. I said my Bible knowledge is actually not very bad. Considering <laughs> I've been like... Um, Raised in a Christian home, yeah. Um, I've still to this very day continued going to church, etc. But my Bible knowledge is actually not very good. It's not like a skill that I learned like to pick up, yeah. read the Bible, da 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 da. But as I said, like from seeing you do, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'm I'm doing it. Iron sharpens iron, my friend. All right, who wrote the Psalms? Um, I don't know, but Psalms is David. Actually, Psalms actually one of my favorite. Is David? Yeah. Psalms actually one of my favorite um, books in the Bible. Who wrote Proverbs? Solomon. Wow. King Solomon. Wow, 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 wow. How many years did Jesus do his ministry? I don't know. Three years. Three three years? Yeah. Wow. Until he was 30. And then for three years. Dad in the third year, of course. Um, who wrote most of the New Testament? We literally just mentioned it. Um... Was it Mark? No. Oh, who? Big Paul. Luke. Paul. Okay, cool. Bro, Romans, Galatians, all of them, Thessalonians. Was all, Paul? All, yeah, most of it was Paul. Even Hebrews as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what's another one? Who wrote Revelation? Um, I don't... 
John. John, okay. Um, obviously, what does Yahweh mean? Um, I am who I am. Yeah, I am who I am. <laughs> Which day did God create humans? Um, um, I want to say day four. <laughs> Is it day three or day four? <laughs> Which day? <laughs> oh, this brother's going to hell, right? <laughs> no, joke. Uh, day six. Day six. Yeah. Okay. Last thing he created was us. Um. What angel appeared to Mary to announce Jesus' birth? Um, um, Gabriel. Yes, sir. What is the most common phrase in the Bible? Um, and this, I know it. I know it. Enough, there's exactly three hundred sixty-five of this. Yeah, which is absolutely insane. I actually know it. That's Whenever thing. an angel appears to someone, what do they uh, say? Do not be afraid. Yeah. Do not be afraid. Yeah. That's the most common phrase in the Bible. That's yeah. crazy. 365 days because every single day is a reminder to not be afraid. Mm-hmm. What, why are there two bloodlines of Jesus in the New Testament? I don't know. Um, so in Matthew, there's one bloodline mm-hmm. and then in Luke, there's another one. Yeah. In Matthew it's the bloodline from Joseph mm-hmm. and then Luke it's the bloodline from Mary. Yeah. But they, they, they did, back in the old times, they didn't attribute bloodline to, to the women. Oh, so right. that's why they're two different, what seems to be two different family trees mm-hmm. is actually one's just for Joseph himself and the other one's just for Mary herself. Yeah. Name the two, the last question, name the two trees in the Garden of Eden. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I shouldn't. I should know. I should know. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Yeah. And the other one's the tree of eternal life. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I need the tree of life. I say need eternal life. Yeesh. Okay. Cool. Um, I want another Bible. Um, Bible quiz in about four weeks. Because thing is, I, I was thinking about this because I was wa- I was I was on Instagram. Then I was watching um. Just some Instagram guy. He yeah. Obviously, he's a Christian. He was just going around people just in the shops or in the streets. And then he was just asking them, look, for £100, pounds, mm-hmm. name me all the books in the um, the new what well, the New Testament, for example. Yeah. And so I'll give you £1,000 pounds if you can name all the books in the New Testament. Yeah. Some woman did. No, I see. All of them. She yeah. just bum, 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 bum. I was like, first John, second John. I was like, oh yeah, fucking hell. There's three Johns. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. She actually listened all of them. But, that I was just like, okay, that's that's actually interesting. Yeah. I, I I like that because a lot of people are just like, nah, mate, nah, I'm all right, nah, I'm all right. Some yeah. people are a bit like, uh, what? Well, you <laughs> you really gonna give me a hundred pounds if I you know name the, th- the three women in the Bible? I say, yeah, I'm gonna give you hundred pounds. Yeah. Then they name them, they get hundred pounds. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Then they start playing, they start engaging in it. So I thought, yeah, f- fuck it. It would be an actual interesting one to actually see how much you know about it. Even the little kind of well not necessarily trick questions but mm-hmm. how, how much you actually pay attention to the, to the little details and things like that yeah but he he was even offering some people like what was that two thousand pounds if they can list all the names of all the books in the bible i was like Big right. man, 
you're going to have to find someone. I, I, I will need to write these down because I won't be able to <laughs> list them off the top of my head without <laughs> repeating some of yeah, them back. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But... Yeah, no, yeah, no, I think I think Bible knowledge is actually important. Just again, even if someone is ever like trying to test your faith or anything, I think you need to revert back to the Bible anyway. Yeah, um, I think it's nice to speak a good game, but that's where that's where all the information is. Um, so I definitely have that task of like just broadening my Bible knowledge mm. in general, um, because a lot of it it's there that's sleeping that hasn't really been activated for a very very long time. Yeah, um, it just needs to wake up you know exactly exactly because yeah. so, yeah. even when i was talking to the missus as well um we're just talking about how it was how the age in which people become atheists and then revert back to christianity again so they were brought up as christians then go to atheism and then they come back to christianity yeah and that's quite a that's, popular that's, route by yeah the way. So normally, the average age in which they kind of deconvert out of Christianity is around 15 years old. Yeah. And then all the way they go through university and then they finish university. And then by the time of 25, yeah. they go back again. Is it 25? Yeah. That's so it's like there's like a 10-year gap in which something happens, some sort of discovery happens or whatever they go through. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end they lean back to it. But then you kind of realise that during that fi- first 15 years of your life, you're just going to Sunday school for the sake of Sunday school. Yeah. But you're not really being taught why yeah. is this important yeah. to actually learn? Why is it important to actually know these things? Yeah. Because you're just kind of passing by. Because sometimes you, you go to church and just go, I, I, I don't even believe this stuff. Yeah. Where, yeah. where is the actual evidence for this? Yeah. But I think that 25 and over is really where you're like knowledge your faith starts coming in because yeah, you actually really get challenged. it's your own well it's your own self that's actually going to yeah. pick up the bible you're not mm. like forced to do it anymore yeah you're just a big man like your parents are never going to tell you like hey come church you make that conscious decision to yeah. make church yeah. you make that conscious decision to like pick up a bible mm. you make conscious decision to listen to your gospel music yeah um and yeah that's the difference really because um, so, yeah. for me I, I made that conscious decision when it was actually pretty later than that. So yeah. probably 26, 27. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's, and, that, and that's from even talking to my mate at work um, during that time as well, because he got me sort of back into it again. Yeah. Because I was asking so many questions and I was like, all the answers are there. I just haven't bothered to actually read it properly for myself. And then yeah. reading it for myself, I started to understand a lot of things and the, a lot of things just started to make sense again. I was like, oh shit, yeah. And then just dove me even deeper to looking at the, how reliable is this book? What's the history behind it? Yeah. Because is it like a fairy tale that people normally say it is? Or is it is there more to it than that? Yeah. Because a lot of, because one thing um, even Paul says is that, you know, you're going to get tested. Yeah. And have a reason for your faith. So do not just, do not let this be a blind faith. Yeah. Do not do not let you, do not allow yourself to become a lukewarm Christian. So have a reason for your actual belief in your faith, so that anyone who asks you, "Why do you actually believe in Jesus?" you're able to answer it. Yeah. And not just a passing thing, because people have hard questions to ask, and mm-hmm. if you don't have the answers, you can easily That's get untangled. Yeah. Out of Christianity, without even 
really giving it a good shot. And Especially atheists as well. I super like quick to like make you question everything as well. Yeah. Um. So you'll just start questioning everything yourself because you just you're not you're not on firm ground, solid ground. Mm. So, because to be honest, some of them genuinely do want to know the answer to this question. Yeah. Some of them just want to say because it's a test. Yeah. So it's, it's just a test. Yeah. But some of them are genuinely curious and on initial you won't, you won't necessarily be able to tell immediately mm-hmm. until once you give them the answer and then you see how they respond to that answer and mm. you see if this person is actually receptive to actually learn something about your faith or is it just like trying to get a, a gotcha game yeah. do you know what I mean them, them gotcha game it's like big man it's, it's, it's alright for me <laughs> at the end of the day you still win mate cause... yeah as long as you planted a seed yeah because as Christians you should not force don't force your faith down their throat because even when Jesus told the disciples to go um, go out and spread the news, he told them, you know, if you go out to this city and they, you know, they disregard you, just dust your seat, dust your sandals off and just walk away. Keep your stepping. Yeah, just keep your stepping. D- don't force yeah. it. Don't force it. Just plant your seed. It's planted in there. Someone, it will take root to someone at some point and go, huh, I've heard that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard this before. Interesting. Now, now that what he said makes sense. Yeah. As long as you planted a seed, that's that's all you can ever do. You just plant that seed and just let it marinate. For the listeners listening, it's crazy um, what happens when you're recording like a Sunday to compare to like recording on a random Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> on a random Wednesday, it's like, hey, would you suck Nick for 10 million? <laughs> <laughs> and the Sunday's very much, yeah, yeah, God is it, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, because even, yeah, because just continuing on. Yeah. Um, we're talking about content. Yeah. Is being content a good or a bad thing? Yeah. What, what, what are your thoughts, initial thoughts anyway? Um, initial thoughts. Yeah. Uh, my initial thoughts are very much, I'm a very, very driven individual. Yeah. Um, I've never really like settled for what I've got, even what I've got. I've always thinking, what can I do more? You know, mm. I don't like the state of comfortability. I've always said like, it's comfortable being uncomfortable even if it comes to a state of let's rather uh, um, get some feathers going you know let's let's shake everyone up a little bit and make everyone uncomfortable in the room Mm -hmm. um don't be comfortable even the conversation i just had with you a second ago before we done the podcast yeah um be confident enough to make people uncomfortable by asking proper questions yeah um because you can't just walk into a room see something's happening that you don't enjoy and be like oh, yeah, i am content yeah well no ask questions be uncomfortable yeah um so me being content is just not a state anybody should be in at all um interesting i understand being content gives you a peace of mind and it just for some people yeah cool it does make them happy just knowing that everything is under control and knowing that what they do even if it's a bare minimum, is good. But for me, good isn't good enough. I've always said this. Um, Interesting. But again, like every, everybody is different, you know. Mm. Some people, are they chasing too much happiness in things where actually happiness isn't actually there? Yeah, yeah. cool. I completely understand that. Um, but in the sense of contentness when it comes to just business etc i feel like even knowledge i feel like you should just be always pushing yourself um content comfortability is not good enough in my opinion interesting because that's what i think i think that there's that way of looking at content yeah because some people look at content as something that should be you know frowned upon yeah like you said um you just you're almost stuck in this in this just state of 
whatever state, state you're state in, of you, 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 yeah, and and you know, some people say, oh, it might be good, it might be bad, but you just this person just stuck in this state. What? Why don't you do more? Yeah. Do you better your life in this that, that kind of way? Yeah. But I also think being content is being given a bad rep. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I agree with that as well. Not everybody can do a million one things. Mm. Not everybody's wired like that. Yeah. And for the people who aren't wired like that, and I think that's the problem with like people listening to me right this second and they just went on a rant about their dangers of being content and being comfortable. Some people are generally just happy being comfortable and that's not a bad thing. Yeah. You know? I, I, I think there's a certain state um, in which being content is actually a good thing. Yeah. So this other perspective is not necessarily being lazy. Yeah. Not necessarily being static and all that kind of stuff. That's that, that's, that's that's not what content should be. Mm-hmm. Because at church they were talking about, this was in like in First Timothy and he, they were just talking about content. They were talking about, um, what was it? Paul saying that content is in, who's calling? I'll call you in a bit. They're <laughs> um, talking about contentment being in the things that you actually have and need. So mm-hmm. God, God gives you content in the things that you actually need. Mm-hmm. So the things that you actually need that, that w- was listed in this verse was, you know, um, your clothes and food. It's mm-hmm. the clothes and food. Because some, some, some people are just happy by having that bare minimum. Yeah. Because even when you look at, you know, poor poor nations and poor countries, mm-hmm. despite them not being on the same level of wealth that we are here in the in the UK, they are what some of the happiest people. Yeah. Chilling. Because they have everything that they need. Yeah. They have the food, they have clothes, they have families they have friends around them. yeah they don't need much they have all that they need and that's why they're content yeah with what they have yeah and to even put a bit more meat into that content shows gratitude in what you have yeah sometimes we we don't we're, we're not necessarily grateful in the things that we actually do we, we don't we, we don't look we back yeah we, yeah we we do so much that we don't take the time to look back and go I've been through a lot. I'm actually grateful. I've come a long for, way. For, for, for actually coming a long way. I'm grateful for what I actually have. Yeah. And a quick scientific fact as well. Gratitude um, is the same, what is it? The same place that you get depression, anxiety from is also the same place that gratitude comes from. Mm-hmm. So you cannot be grateful and anxious at the same time. You cannot be grateful and depressed at the same time. Mm. So... Which is why sometimes when you see um, when you see psychologists talk to people, um, try to talk them out of depression, they try to re- remind them sometimes, look what you're leaving behind, yeah. for example. For, especially as people nearly, you know, talk about to analyze themselves. They're like, look what you're about to leave behind. Look at your family. Yeah. Be grateful that you actually have this family. Be grateful that you actually have someone who actually loves you and actually cares for you. Yeah, yeah. Because those two, you can't be in those both mindsets at the same time. So even when, even when you're doing a prayer, for example, you if you the reason why people say pray every day is because you're showing gratitude Mm -hmm. to God, your Creator, and 
the more you show gratitude, the more you are grateful for any little thing that you do get, you see it as a good thing, yeah. as a stepping stone towards something better. Mm-hmm. And that's just, you know, the state of content sometimes that some people might look and go, bro, you just, why are you just being static? Some people just, I'm just grateful for what I have. And I've, I've got all that I need. Mm-hmm. All I'm doing now is just maintaining that. Yeah. I'm making sure my family's eating. I'm making sure the roof, there's a roof over the head. I don't need five cars. Yeah. I don't need a mansion. I've got everything that I need. Yeah, I get, I get it. But this will probably, again, how you know, like people are wired different because mm. as I said, when they, during COVID and they've done a little bit of work in the warehouses, etc. Yeah. People were there for 30 years plus. Yeah. You know, 30 years plus in the warehouse is a very, very long time. If I'm asking, hey, do you enjoy your job? Yeah, I enjoy my job. I'm grateful I've got a job. I don't necessarily enjoy my job, but I'm grateful I've got a job. Yeah. Hence why I've been here for 30 years. It's like, mm. big man, what what else can you do? You know, what's stopping you? I understand you are grateful. I'm, I understand that the job is not the job you really want, but you're grateful you've got a job. But what else can you do? You know, push yourself. Just to do something a little bit more and you'll be grateful that you actually done that little bit more. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, don't get me wrong. The, the, there is, you know, some merit into, you know, pushing yourself, suffering to, to become a better person at the end of it. Of course, 100%. And that's sometimes not for everyone. That's, that's why when, even when you look at the amount of billionaires and millionaires in the world, yeah, they're literally less than 1%. And there's yeah. a reason for that. They're, them and they're built different. Yeah. 100%. Everyone else, all they ever want is a family, good house, food, so they can feed people. And that's it. All them Jeff Bezos of the world, you do you. I mean, we said it last last few episodes, we asked mm. each other what our um, salaries, our dream salaries would be for us to live a frugal life, a fruitful life. And yeah. I said, as long as I'm making 5k a week, I'm happy. I asked that same question. I've been asking that same question to a lot of people. Oh. And some people have been saying like, in that 10 million salary, you know. 10 million salary. We're all just wide a bit different. <laughs> and then when Why I, do you need 10 million? And then when I asked what the reasoning is like, okay, cool. I see what you're saying. Um, but I don't need all that. And they were like, but I do. And I was like, I can't argue with what, what you what was say. What would you say were the common answers for some of these people? Shall I ring one out? Or shall I just quickly yeah, give some yeah. a ring now? Actually, must say a whole ten mil salary for you. Don't you don't need a ten mil salary? If I'm honest, I was like, it's excessive. Yeah, you, you don't you don't need that. Let me see if it's available. If he answers, he answers. Hello. Sam does a thing where every time I call him, he doesn't pick up and then he just calls me back. And I'm like, pick my <laughs> Just answer, answer your phone first, first time. time, bro. It's like Daniel, never answer the phone. Welcome to the EE voice. All right, cool. <laughs> now he called back, like, yo, did you call me? I'm like, yeah, I clearly. And then he called you two minutes later, yo. <laughs> and that big one. Why didn't you just answer it the first time? Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm pretty sure Sam was one of those people as well who um, his. His salary, my salary was like 260,000 or something, 320,000. Yeah. His was like a 20 million salary a year. And I was like, all right, you, you don't need that. <laughs> don't, yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Um, but yeah, just going back to contentness, it's like, mm. I guess I guess everyone would have a different opinion with is being comfortable good, is being content a good thing. Um, 
and different people will have different aspects where you're like, okay, cool, I definitely agree with that. Like you said a few things there and I was like, yeah, cool, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's a different way of looking at the word content yeah. and not, not in the negative way of like, this person just being static and lazy while your family's suffering. You know, I'm, I'm content in my own happiness. Yeah. Yeah. But, ev- yeah, yeah. but everyone else around you is suffering. So yeah. That doesn't make do sense. something. Yeah. yeah. Like this, don't, don't be a selfish person. Yeah. Sorry, lads. Colin's got a phone call, so I just have to chop the audio here. But we're going to bring it back in right now. Um, yeah, we're just talking about, well, yeah, talking a, a about? different perspective on content. And, you know, there, there's... There's ways to be content about things, then there's ways in which contentment can be um, damaging to those yeah. around you. Yeah. And I think if you're just content in your pitiful lifestyle that you've created for yourself, and where it's just me, the only thing that's hap- happy is just me, 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 me. Yeah. Then at that point, it's just not even content, it's just selfishness at that point. It's, you, you're not grateful for anything. Yeah. But also I think um, deep down, I think you will know the level of, your. you'll know your own level. Some people will sit down at the end of the day watching TV and be like, I'm so happy to be watching TV. Some mm. people will say, nah, I know I could be doing something else, but I'm choosing to watch TV. There is solely something which is going to tell you like where you are in life and it will tell you if you're really, really content or if you're not content. Yeah. Or is it a false ideology of contentness, you know? Mm. Um, I understand like social media has decided to tell everyone that contentness isn't actually okay. It actually is okay. Yeah. Um, but in yourself, you will be able to tell exactly are you in a good place or are you not in a good place? Yeah. Because again, I was speaking to somebody this week. Um, we spent some time together, a good solid two hours just chatting. And his, where he is in life, he was just saying like, I'm just not a happy place. Mm. Um, everything, everything is going really, really well. Yeah. But I know I'm being lazy. And I was like, mm, interesting. That's an interesting outlook because it takes a big man to look at themselves and actually see in their lives like what they're unhappy about what needs to change yeah and other people will just be like oh yeah i'm really really happy with my life everything's rosy everything's dating and i'm like fair enough mm. um everyone has a different perspective really but i thought that was interesting that was an interesting question um what did you want put about spark yeah so th- this one's an interesting one because again um because we, ha- we had this talk earlier about you know the whole love island thing and things like that yeah. and i always thought people are going into just relationships and thinking about the wrong things and going after the wrong things. And some people talk about the spark. Mm-hmm. You know, I have the spark with somebody. When people talk about this spark, what actually is this spark? What is it? What is is it spark? sexual tension? Is it a love at first sight thing? Yeah. Is it um lust? Is it um what Oh you, my god, you did this little thing and now I'm just like oh my you, god, that's kinda you, hot. What do you define lust to be? Um that's sexualizing. Okay, cool. I think um, I don't want to speak for the masses, but I feel like most people, a lot of it is always like that spark is always lost. It's not necessarily um, sexual chemistry or da da da. I think a lot of it is lost because you're always thinking like, 
Because I, somet- I could kiss you right now. Yeah, because no, because because sometimes you're like you really fancy someone, then you kiss, and then it goes, oh, there was no spark. Yeah, there like, was no spark. What do, what do you mean? There's no spark. That's all the girls well, we, love Ireland. There's no, there's no fucking spark. No, no bro, spark. we had a good conversation. We tre- it was a nice meal, fam. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we kiss and all of a sudden there's no spark. What the fuck? All of a sudden the, the hell spark was gone. I was like, what? what and do then you mean? because of that, they axed everything, even though the guy was really nice to them. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, bro, w- w- that's what I was like, what the hell does even the spark mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that whole spark thing is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Um, I guess, I guess it's a case of, who who takes your fancy really but different people will will have different attributes to why you fancy this particular guy mm. sometimes you could have a really really good, good conversation with someone and you're like oh my god he's such a good conversationalist i really want to continue talking to him yeah and that will get someone excited about the next time they talk mm. sometimes it's more like eye contact eye contact like, oh my god he makes such good eye contact when he's like just speaking to me like yeah i really really like that you know, some people it's just how loud you are. Some people it's, yeah, I like that he gets into fights like proper nice. Like it's just, it just shows me how manly is. Like, no, it doesn't. He's an absolute douche. And for me, most part, I generally think is lust in it. Like, I think yeah. lust leads the way a lot. And I, I, I think that as well because I, sometimes the decision making made off of a spark is just shambolic. <laughs> yeah, shambolic. I just, I, I look at the person because for me, I've grown to that age where it's just like, bro, just look at the character of the person because sometimes beauty isn't everything. Yeah. So I look at the character of this person and I go, he's actually a good guy. He's actually a good girl. Yeah. Why are you man treating her like this? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's literally wifey. That's literally husband fam. It. Like, I, sorry, I'm going back to Love Island because we're watching on. Love Island a lot at the moment. But um, Anton at the moment. Anton is pretty much husband material to absolutely yeah. everybody in that villa. But George the, is just the other day, that. Georgia Harrison was crying about absolutely everything, and I was like, Georgia, you literally got Anton there who absolutely adores you. Yeah, I was like, why is it always me? <laughs> this guy just keeps screaming like this. It's like, bro, why are you crying and fretting over Casey when Anton Casey. is right there? Yeah, always has your back, treats you nice. Yeah, gives you the space when you need it, makes you your tea and coffee in the morning. Yeah. And you're just every time, even the little hugs, even that's the word of affirmation he normally gives Georgia. I'm like, bro, this sp- brother here, blood. Even the speech, the spiritual jo- stuff. No, even it won't say, Even his little speech and the yeah. thing. Even Joanna started crying because it was such a heartfelt speech. Yeah. I was like, bro, bro what are you girls tears, looking for? What are girls actually looking for? Yeah. Do you just want I'm someone just- that treats you like shit? Yeah, I, I, I genuinely because think- if that's what you want, there's plenty of those men there. But I guarantee you're not going to find a lot of Antons in this place. And you're going to keep getting heartbreaks. And you're going to make sense. And, you're gonna go and then they ask thinking. themselves that question. Why is it always me? Because, babe, you're ignoring every good thing that's coming to you. <laughs> like, it just doesn't make sense. Is it because you don't think you deserve it? Or there is no spark? Or is he not just doing something that the bad boy's doing? Surely that's a form of self-hate. When someone's telling you, like, all these really, really nasty things, you're not accepting them because you don't deserve them. I think you're onto that's, something. That's self-hate. I think you're onto something. I genuinely think you are right. Because that they might should be, be able to look at themselves and think, why don't you deserve these words of affirmation? Why don't you deserve all these, like, things that are attributed to you? Why don't you deserve all these compliments? Mm. Do you just want to keep chasing the guy forever? Yeah, that who because don't, who don't actually so look at you. Who yeah. don't actually, they don't care about you. Like they look at you once and they'll move on to the next shinier thing. 
Bro, they'll kiss the thing and go, yo, bro, baby, it's, it's, it's minor, bro. Like, <laughs> why, why, why are you stressing me for, baby? It didn't mean nothing. Why, 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 whereas you, you get an aunt and who won't even do that to you. Yeah. But then you, you, you still... You, you, you still won't go for the easy layup. It's such an easy layup. Just take it. Take him off the market and be done with it. Yeah. It just that's, doesn't that's make sense. That's all you need to do. But Georgia Harrison's just moving a bit mad. Even girl like Liberty. Yeah. I think she's a sweet girl. But why was she chasing my boy? Bruv, big Mitch, you know? Big Mitch. <laughs> I like, bro, Liberty, you're crying every single day in the villa. Like he's not Mitch. giving you what you want. Bro, every single time she's like, right, this morning I've woke up and like, I just know my worth. Do you know what I mean? I'm just a strong woman. And we're going to speak to Mitch. Speak to Mitch. I'm going to wear something sexy. I'm going to wear something sexy. So like, Mitch knows my worth. I'm like, bro. You're going up the Mitch top. ain't looking at you, bro. Move on. What? Mitch is just looking at you like, okay, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you man are different, bro. <laughs> it's not like these things are dead as well. They're not dead things. Yeah, like. they're, they're not good dead looking things. girls, bro. I'm like, oh yeah, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, yeah I think I think that needs to be studied just a little bit more because I think there is a form of self hate there that's they haven't like brought up to themselves just yet mm. or they haven't found out enough about themselves to know like what they actually do deserve i think like it's all whereas like oh yeah i deserve better i just have to be treated like a queen yeah i and think it's, you do I think it's like all just words like, mm. right this second um, I, I don't because they, they'll say all these words but they don't know what comes with those words what actions should follow up when you say someone should treat you like a queen what, yeah. does, what does that mean? What does that actually what, mean? What, what do those actions entail to, for someone to be treated like a queen? Yeah. Is it being ignored? Is it being treated like shit? No. Yeah. So if this person's not treating you like this queen that you you supposedly are, that queen mentality, then why then... are you still <laughs> with them? Why are you giving them all this energy? Yeah. A hundred percent. Literally a hundred. I couldn't have phrased that even any better. It just doesn't make any sense for me. Um, again, it's those people who like, who are friend zoned per se. Bro, the people you friend zone are the ones who are treating you with absolutely adoration. Like they adore you. With respect. They're saying respect. you, they're the true, almost a true gentleman. That, that's, in disguise. That's wifey Because right you're there. not even. That's you, husband right there. Yeah. You know? And all you're going off of is, bro, you, you can build a spark. You can build the chemistry over time. Yeah. But first, I, I get that attraction does play a part into it 100% 100% yeah but if the person is I don't know if if then to be fair there are there are some instances where you genuinely there might be a genuinely good person but if the attractiveness is not there you, you can't force it yeah you can't force it but, but, can even, you but, if, but if you can't force it then don't lead them on yeah. don't make them think that there's can you can you not force it I've thought, I, I I've, thought, I've thought that about this a long time now, yeah. Mm. And I look back to the people who I generally was not attracted to whatsoever back in the day. Mm. Yeah. They were good looking girls, don't get me wrong. I just was not attracted to them. Mm. And then I look back and how they used to treat me, treat me so nice. Yeah. Really, could I have just pushed on and continued for them to treat me this nice and over time I just end up liking them for who they are. You just get to know them a little bit more and I like them. I think... I think that is possible. I think that's why arranged marriages work. Yeah, for example, good shout. is because it, you're you're not just going off of. 
looks because n- now you're married to this person now you have to get to know this person and you're going to live with this person for the rest of your life if there is no spark then you're going to have to find ways to bring that spark into it yeah because there's there's always ways yeah because so- sometimes you always hear some of these stories like oh in the beginning i wasn't really feeling him it was just a bit you know whatever and then that one time he stood up against that way to was treating me like shit i saw him as a completely different man <laughs> yeah exactly or when he stood up to protect me in front of that guy i saw him a completely different man all of a sudden the flip scripts Mm-mm-mm. the script just flips yeah and all of a sudden it's just like you see them as a completely different person but you were looking for this person, but you just weren't seeing it in this person yet because they weren't presented with the opportunity to actually present to this person. Yeah. Because not every person needs to be a bad boy full time. You only need to be a bad boy when you need to be a bad boy. Yeah. Like when Anton is standing on his values, he's just like, bro, I'm standing on my shit. I was just like, yeah, bro, stand on your shit. Even the way he like undressed like Mitch, not physically undressed, but like just the way he yeah. chatted to Mitch on that table. I was like, yeah, good. Yeah. Mitch like, needs to know, like, there's shit, no fam. being a dick here. Yeah, like that—that's—that's that's the bad boy mentality, fam. It's, it's the bad boy in, in the sense of protecting you. Yeah, not just a bad for the sake of being the bad boy, not just ignoring you for the sake of ignoring you. Yeah, it's like I'm—I'm I'm not ignoring. You, I'm just busy. Yeah, exactly. But then when I come back, I'm with you. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But you—you can't—you can't just have that constantly, twenty four seven. It's not sustainable. Yeah, because you're just gonna be looking for these dopamine hits of excitement when sometimes you just need to be I don't know if you used this word before just content with what you have <laughs> yeah content with what you got mate do you know what I mean <laughs> just be happy with it and just move on in peace fam yeah you, no, you, don't, you don't need to force it but these men just look for the wrong things bro yeah and this whole bad boy thing it's like let him be a bad boy when he requires to be a bad boy you can't be a wimp 24-7 thing is even all these bad boys you're chasing yeah mm. they're man are gonna turn into good youths when they find the right person yeah, 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 let's be honest. Yeah, you you don't change the guy. The guy changes for you. <laughs> yeah, like they 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 will make the changes for you. It's 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 real that simple. And like you said, yeah, these bad boys will turn good for you. You you you'll get this whole persona of this bad boy getting attracted by so many different girls, just ignoring them, doing this, doing that. But the minimum is that one person. Everything changes. Yeah, everything. But the girls hope for that. And it's like, bro, you got it backwards. What is, what is the good guy men. with a bad bad guy mentality when it needs to happen? Yeah. When it when it absolutely needs otherwise, let him treat you like a queen. Yeah, exactly. Queen energy deserves you know, queen treatment. Just a man and you're all sleeping on Anton, man. That's all I'm saying. Everyone's sleeping on Anton. What I think needs to happen in the next mm-hmm. few episodes is Callum and Molly actually need to speak because you think so? Yeah, because I generally I thought that was done. Alpha. Yeah, I think it's done. I, I think it's done, but it's done on the. It's not even Callum. And jo- I think George is playing Callum too much. 100 percent, 100 percent. But there hasn't been a time where like Callum and Molly are actually free to speak, and even when they do speak, the communication is so bad they don't actually get like the premise of why they came to speak to each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, they haven't actually spoken to each other. How many times have they said like, yeah, I wouldn't mind getting back with her. And then once they speak, they don't actually speak. They just argue. And it's like, yeah, nah, you man, just take the arguments off it and just generally tell each other how you man feel in it. Yeah. Cause, like, cause, cause I even think the opportunity, when that first time they came together with, within that little group and then Callum just came around and said, you know, what, I actually still like it. Yeah, and then she would just at him. I was just like, no, just Molly, way, just way. read Listen. the room. He's actually, if you said he's never shown this side of himself, yeah, pick it up a bit more. Yeah, 
String it out. Let's let's see what more can come out of because it. Because again, what but happened? Instead, you just shut you just shut it down, and, and, and that, that was probably the only time the boy was actually feeling literally. Him. And then as a result, when Callum started getting to know um, Georgia, yeah, Molly was like, "I really wanted to get back with him, but obviously now he's showing his true colors." I'm like, "Bro, you, you man, you <laughs> that conversation could have happened a long time ago." Yeah, and you probably will just be like making amends now mm. you know plastering all the wounds that you've given to each other yeah um, let's not do this this is yeah. the things that i didn't like and this is the thing you didn't like Let, let's let's fix that again but I, no. I don't think molly actually likes tom like that oh. mm, I'm, part of me is like they would get really along really well because they're actually such a cute good looking couple and i think i can see them together Interesting. but just little things like the other time Tom was like, yeah, I really, really like you. Like, I don't really say it to a lot of people. Like, it takes me a long time to say this to somebody. But yeah, I just thought I'd let you know. Yeah. Molly didn't reply. She just smiled. And I was like, yeah, you man, Tom, keep it stepping. Bro. <laughs> you got absolutely nothing back from all that. She's like, what is going on? Georgia, yeah. don't, like, Georgia don't like Callum. Georgia didn't, never really like Callum. I personally nah. don't think. No. I think she liked the and idea of Callum and that was about it. Yeah, it's a good looking lad and that, that was it. And yeah. Again, I, th- I think Callum was treating her very well, like even like focusing solely on her. Yeah. But again, these girls just want something more. F- and then she, then you get man like Toby fam. To- Toby to me is just a toxic you. Yeah, Toby. Is a toxic you. Baller out there. Just, you know what I mean? just, just does anything and everything. Yeah. And then He's the just whole. A random geezer. And then the whole, because um, I, I think Amy said you you watched the last episode. You haven't watched the latest one yet. Yeah. But. From that last episode when he chose Georgia, mm. I was like, in my head, I was like, I have a feeling it's gonna go that way because he's been talking about, oh, Georgia's been on my mind. I'm just like, why did he take her this long to figure this out? Yeah, because think Georgia's actually, I, I, I think if we take out the whole Callum situation, I think she's a good girl. Yeah, yeah. Like, Len- it's, it's just Lengel, she's just but... stringing Callum along, and I and I don't like that about it. But yeah. if you take that side of things away, I think she's overall a good girl, and I think Toby is just an idiot for not going up for her in the beginning. And just yeah, st- why does that take st- so long? Sticking, yeah, st- sticking to it. Just like, because oh, she was all Toby. Know, she was completely sold. I don't yeah. want to look at anyone else. Mm. There's a guy I'm gonna marry. Toby's like, oh, we're not even together, man. Like, relax, bro. Like, <laughs> all right, Toby, chill, bro. <laughs> George is actually a nice, good-looking girl. Yeah. She's actually just so into you. It's unreal. <laughs> Sometimes when when you get someone who's actually like that, and good-looking, attractive, it's, it's, you can't even say attractiveness is not part of it. Yeah, exactly. At that point, just figure out, do your values align? Yeah. But these men don't, they, they don't think like that. They just think, oh, we just got to get to know other people. So that's, that's not the point of... Also, love Island is to get to know other people, but at the same time, it's once you found that person... Yeah. You don't just get to know more people. Yeah, but hold one second as well. Go like, on, go these on. these these people ain't real, yeah. Molly and Callum have been together for what about three years? Yeah, living together for about three years. Yeah. When um they had to cook for their date, Molly said, "I don't even know how to cook." For three years, what have you lot been doing? I and I I fully get you lot got money, and I fully get yeah we can do takeaways, we can eat out. Yeah, I think that's what they're doing. You got to know how to cook something, babe. <laughs> these their relationships just don't make sense, bro. Even if I'm living this high life, yeah, I promise you there will be nights when me and my missus are just at home cooking. We just yeah, enjoy yeah, a meal. Yeah. We just enjoy a meal at home. Yeah, exactly. They just it doesn't make sense to me. Home cooked food, bro. Are these just superficial relationships? Like it just yeah, it's weird. I, I think it's weird. No, you're definitely. Like, yeah. like, what do you mean you don't know how to cook? You've been with someone for three years, living together for three years. 
and, and not once have you ever thought, you, you, you know, cook? let me pick up a cookbook, let me learn how to cook. See what I'm saying? A bolognese. Something just, simple. Just, just, just something so simple. Start off there and then build your way up. Get some baked beans. Yeah. Make some pasta. Put the baked beans in the pasta and put some cheese on it. Just start small. Start, yeah, yeah, yeah. start it, the small. Just cheesy pasta. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just a little cheesy pasta. Learn how to use a rice cooker. Put, yeah. put some rice in there. Put some water in there. Put a bit of coconut. You're done. No, what do you mean you don't know how to cook? Anything. You don't know what to cook at all. <laughs> no, like, yeah, mental. But uh, it's, it's like, especially if Callum doesn't know how to cook either. Which I, I don't think he does. He don't know so, he knows how to cook. I'll be honest. He, he's never said he's able to cook anyway. So, I think even even that in and of itself, I'm just like, yeah, you might probably 100 percent eating out, and you're so used to the lifestyle of eating out that any concept of probably eating in would just be like, oh, it's just just regular degular. Yeah. Sometimes you need regular degular. Sometimes you do need. Sometimes you just need to be content, guys. All right, just be content. <laughs> Um, but we we do we are going to stop because I was about two and a half hours late of the podcast recording today. Um, entirely my fault. Um, Conta's partner is not very happy, so I think we actually cut it short and you're inconvenient in it. Yes, sir. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for listening for episode number one hundred and two. Um, if you listen to this very moment in time, you're the true MVP, and we appreciate you. So thank you very much for listening. I've been your boy Rob. I've been your boy Kali Cole. Have a good week. Bye bye bye. First, we're in February now. Second month exactly. in, in 2024. It's the month of love. 10 extra lifestyle, baby. This is the month. Bye bye bye. Bye bye bye.